Can I get an amen? You got an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hey, y'all. Welcome to Can I Get an Amen? We are hoping that anytime you tune in with us, we're leaving you a little bit better than you were before we found you. In our podcast, we hope to ignite something inside of you as we share our passion for personal growth, finding our God-given talents and gifts in this world, and also our love for living an intentional life. And that something sparks inside of you um, makes you, you know, shout out. Amen. Amen. This St. Patrick's Day, Thursday, March 17th, you can support the work of Catholic Charities of Acadiana at Sharing Spirits. The third annual Sharing Spirits puts together six local favorites, mixing their own craft cocktails with live music on the rock and bowl stage by South Louisiana favorites sold out. Food, live music, craft cocktails, bowling, and 300 of your best friends all supporting the essential programs of Catholic Charities of Acadiana that serve our neighbors who are experiencing homelessness, hunger, and poverty throughout the Diocese of Lafayette. Programs like St. Joseph Diner, our three emergency sheltering operations, Stella Maris Hygiene Center, FoodNet Food Bank, Disaster Response, Rebuilding Together Acadiana, The Emily House, and more. Get your tickets to the St. Patrick's Day edition of Sharing Spirits at Rock and Bowl today and support the work of Catholic Charities of Acadiana in a super fun and engaging way. Tickets are available right now at catholiccharitiesacadiana.com. We're back, y'all. We've got our third mini episode coming at you. Father Nick Dupre's with us for our Lenten series. We are talking about the 10 ways that the devil oppresses us. So, Padre, take it away. All right. We're on number three today. And the third way that the devil oppresses us is through procrastination. And so, again, I'm going to start all these off with a scripture quote, and there are many instances of scripture, but these are some ones that just stood out to me as I prepared this list for y'all. And so this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8, excuse me, verses 5 through 8. Now, concerning the times and the seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you, for you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a lengthy quote there, but it's very powerful. It's, you know, if you think of thief in the night, uh, it's, a, it's a very kind of biblical phrase. It's probably coming from right there. He'll come like a thief in a night, in the night. Um and talking about the Lord, you know, it's you would associate a thief with somebody who's into doing wrong like the devil. But here it's speaking to the Lord and, and we are always on his time. And that's the first lie that the devil uses to get us to procrastinate is that we're in control of our time, how much time we have left. Uh, this is also one of the reasons why 
the religious orders, you can say our local Carmelites here, certainly Benedictines, Carthusians, especially those contemplative orders that pray in common every day as a vow, that the key, let's say, to their holiness is regularity, a schedule, and being obedient to that schedule, and not just praying or doing the work, doing what is required of us based on a muse or a a mood or an inspiration. It's no, we be obedient to the schedule that is given us and we do it no matter what, not just when we feel like it. And so this, you know, this is why some people like uh, to put their child like in boarding school or military academy, or some people find that they were better after they went into the military and had structure and formation when it was realizing, man, I've never been on my own clock. I didn't grow up. I didn't make better decisions until something was demanded of me outside of the hour that I wanted to do something. I had to do when it something right whenever it was expected of me. And so that regularity, that that strictness with time, punctuality is a virtue. It is something to strive for. And um, just a little bit more on that is that the, the devil basically will coax us into believing we have more time than we really have. And he gets us to put off our spiritual practices of piety that must be done each and every day that God has given us to live for his glory. And so thinking of one thing, great one of the great spiritual directors I had in my journey of happy memory, Father Jerome Fry, and he would say that the the first thing to go isn't prayer. If you start to get weak in the spiritual life, the first thing to go is your regular daily examine of conscience. And it's 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 grueling. It absolutely is. It means I'm going to schedule in taking time to say when I suck, you know, let me let me, you know, let me stop and say, how have I failed you? God? It's it's not a sexy you know idea. It is not appealing, you know. And and so but you see that that dogged loyalty to a a practice it saves us right because once you have that habit once you've got that virtue and you're clinging to that schedule you are going to be spared many sins and again this is why it's called the orarium basically the arrangement of the hours of the day in religious life there's a reason they all have a schedule it protects their souls from the dangers that come about through procrastination too much downtime to uh, raising children. My goodness, go ahead. See how good they come out without a structure and a schedule. <laughs> they will become degenerate people if they even can be called people without structure. They will not achieve being mature without a structure, without making demands on them, without saying, I know you don't want to do this, but this is what we have to do. That is definitely a part of becoming a better human, even outside of making a religious argument here. That's just true to human nature. And I want to leave you with this quote. I have a, a secretary, you know, this is the, the lady you would come to see if you wanted to get masses said for your, your grandmother or your spouse who died. And if you wanted to have any business with the parish, you would go and see my receptionist and and she has a, 
this this way of of kind of expressing her frustration with seeing somebody try to fly in at the last moment and and this was sometimes in regards to funerals okay and so this is going to sound very critical but there's <laughs> such a lot of truth in this and the first time i heard it it just stayed with me because it was so true and she would say let's say somebody would come and 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 she had never seen hide or hair of them okay maybe they have some remote relationship to the parish or it has been um basically years and years and years since they heard anything hadn't seen him at mass what have you and she would have this expression she would say how you never gonna come kneel down in church and now you want to come lay down oh i was like wow and that's a holy woman who could say that. Yeah. Because to say you were faithful meant you put your time in. Mm. You put your time in. You, you practiced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, she's a Dang. she's a very beautiful, discreet woman. She's this no, the her number her her one of her greatest strengths is discretion. She is she does that that don't have a problem with gossip that stays to herself. So that. profound. But she has high standards yeah. is one of the reasons why I respect her so much. How you never going to come put your time in and kneel down and now you want to come lay down? You know, how come, you know, you want a, a big old to do parade of a funeral, but there has not been any time put in to serve your church? You know, I was like, wow. And it stuck with me, boy. It, it shook me up. I was like, man, I'm a priest and it still shook me up. That's beautiful. You know, so. Look, sometimes you just got to hear it, you know? Yeah. Being faithful to those practices. Mm. And that's where that was coming from inside of her. Yeah. It didn't come from hatred. It came out of love for the Lord mm. and being mm. a true Catholic. Absolutely. Defending her best friend. Yeah. That's how I see it. <laughs> Just defending her Lord. I mean, I, yeah. think I, I love it. I think Being it's powerful. Faithful, you know, but, and so how did somebody get there though, who is on the bad side of that criticism? Mm -hmm. You procrastinated. Yeah. And I'm going to get into this a little bit later with some other points I'll make and uh, the other ways that the devil oppresses us. But yeah, you procrastinate a little bit. It becomes a vice awfully quickly. Yeah. And so procrastination is just one of those ways that the devil keeps us oppressed. Mm. Guilty. <sighs> guilty, guilty. I mean, there was What's like, your reason, though? Um, like, I could say, you know, I'm pretty new to procrastination. To, no, certainly not. <laughs> pretty sure I came out of the womb with that. Um, but I'm new to, I would say I'm about a year into really... Um, like a, a year plus a, a teeny bit of going to going back to mass, weekly mass, daily mass going. And over the course of the last, I would say, 14 months, there's been several Sundays that I let my laziness get the best of me or my procrastination get the best of me. I was like, oh, if I wake up early enough, I'm going to go to 9 a.m. Oh, I slept in. I'm going to go to 1030. Oh, wait, no, 11. Oh, five. But by five, I have not yeah. put pants on. And why would I go put pants on at 3 p.m. when I'm really enjoying Sans Pants Sunday? So I I have been super guilty of that, um, of that procrastination. Because I would always just say, oh, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And mm -hmm. then the procrastination just completely wins and mm -hmm. takes over. And I mean, that is the devil at the end of the day. When you lose your freedom of your will. Yeah. 
and know like, that that's the devil. That is the devil. And I can justify just about anything really well. And I'm like, well, I need it to rest. The Lord knows I need it to rest today. No, boo. Come rest with me. Yeah. Come rest Get with me. Get the ultimate me. rest. Get mm. up. Get here and rest with me. But I could justify it as like, I know the Lord knows I'm tired. Oh, it's holy exhaustion. Oh, I could like, I could, I could come up with all kinds of <laughs> holy stuff. Holy exhaustion. Right? I could come up with all kinds of stuff. I did a lot for you this week, God. Just give me this Sunday. And all he's like, woman, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> get over here and let me love you. I, come here and let me love you. Yeah. Wow. You know what? You know when you're real tired, you just want somebody to like hold yeah. you? Go to church. Mm-hmm. Let him hold you. You're not going to be so tired when you get home. I promise. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would just back it up a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Keep holy the third commandment for sure. This is really a focus, though, on those little pious practices. Of prayer. Right. That would dispose you to keep the Lord's commandment. Yeah. You know, like again, like the daily exam. Like I said, it's the first one to go. Every time I heard, uh, I just call that. If I slip... I remember, man, my spiritual director was right. It's the easiest one to let yeah. go of, but so important. For me, I don't know if this would be considered a um, daily pious practice, but it's the quiet time. Mm. like To take it? Yeah. Yeah. I avoid it. So to me, procrastination is avoidance because I don't know if I want to hear what he has to say. Or I don't know if I want to feel like I'm failing again at doing the quiet time. Does that make sense? No, totally. So the devil will enter my mind so much that it's like I don't I feel like I don't have control over my thoughts. And the remedy is to spend it in intimate time with God in the quiet. But I want to avoid it. And instead, I'll like convince myself, oh, I can just listen to a podcast or I can listen to Christian music or I can like spend my time thinking about how I'm going to do the next thing so to sit in silence with god is how i procrastinate and that's always the solution to my problem and that's how i know it's of the devil because he knows it's going to work but he'll convince me that i'm only going to like loathe myself more because i'm not good at it does that make sense absolutely yeah Mm. we talked about this i don't remember what we were recording but we talked about this a little bit is um, it's so easy for us all to lean into our procrastination because we say we don't have enough time. Mm. I can't. I don't have the time to pray. I don't have the time to go sit in silence. Yeah. I don't have the time. And I think I said something along the lines of we all wake up and do the same three things. We sit up, say hi to your bestie. We, we go pee, talk to your buddy. We're brushing our teeth, say a prayer. Like there's all these little moments throughout our day where we could just take any one of those opportunities. You doing the dishes? Talk to your buddy. Like, you know, there's all these little moments that you pump in gas. I mean, just think about it. And we put it off and we put it off. And I'm, I'm guessing, am I getting more in tune to what you're talking about? Absolutely. It's like your, your daily practices is you make time, you so, know? So um, the, those who go into religious life, they were already doing this. And you know what they decided? I want even more I'm going to go take yeah. vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even own anything that would preoccupy me. Right. I want to give all that sacred space within me, mm-hmm. you know, and not lose it one second of it. Yeah. 
We were talking about St. Catherine of Siena last night in a small group, and that woman spent all day in her cell praying, talking to her, mm-hmm. her love, her like one true love. And she says something along the lines of, make a cell within your soul that nobody else can get into and that it's just you and your Lord. Mm. I'm paraphrasing, but it's something along those lines because she basically built herself a, a cell in her parents' basement. And that's because she just wanted to go somewhere where nobody else would come mm-hmm. and take her away from him. And she just wanted to be with him. Mm. And that's what we need to do. Maybe that's my challenge for everybody this week is find or build a cell in your soul where it can just be you and your Lord. Mm-hmm. And nobody else can get in there. It's just for the two of you. And keep it. right. Keep it. Keep it. That way you reduce that occasion of procrastination. Mm. If you're keeping it, you're going to keep the devil out, you know, and falling into slothfulness. Yeah. which can take over and you lose your freedom to mm. keep your head up looking at the Lord who loves mm. you. Yeah. yeah. For me, it sounds like procrastination is the enemy of humility. Mm. Ooh. Because if I don't spend the time to like self reflect on how I'm being loving or not being loving, um, being a good friend to Jesus, then I'm not humbling myself to say it's worth the time Mm -hmm. to die to myself in those moments when I want to be doing something else. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Yeah. Amen. So let's get poor in spirit and maybe find someone, according to Kayla's challenge, to confide in to say, like, this is where I'm struggling this week. Mm -hmm. Can you either pray for me or can you help hold me accountable to keeping that pious practice Mm -hmm. of 15 minutes to sit in silence or whatever that may be? like it. Amen. Amen. Amen.